The word symbiosis refers to a relationship between two living organisms living in beneficial harmony, such as the iconic character from the Marvel Universe, Venom. Hello, my name is Nathan Coyle, and welcome back to my podcast series. Today, I will be discussing one of the creepiest and most amazing alien races from the Marvel Universe. I also want to take this time to pay respects to the late Stanley. If it weren't for him, we wouldn't have all these fantastic comic books, movies, and cartoons. May you rest in peace, Stanley, and you will never be forgotten by all the Marvel fans and the people who were closest to you. In the Milky Way galaxy, there is much unknown alien life. We may never know what is out there, except in the Marvel Universe, we know a fair bit. Especially a specific alien race called the Clintars, or as many of us fans call them, symbiotes. They are living organisms that require a host to stay alive. In their standard forms, they are a moving liquid that can stretch out and move across surfaces to get around if they find themselves without a host. I know that sounds scary and almost parasitic, but the Clintar people are naturally a peaceful race. However, there is a drawback if a human comes into contact with a symbiote. Sometimes, if the symbiote doesn't agree with the host, it'll kill them until it finds a perfect suitable host. But sometimes this isn't the case. The symbiotes would usually bond with anybody. Except there is an adverse outcome as time goes by when you're in use of the symbiote. See, the symbiotes carry the personalities of their previous host, and that will affect the host they are currently attached to. Spider-Man experienced this rage and lunacy firsthand. Horrified by this, Spider-Man discarded the symbiote that was attached to him by using its weakness. Loud metallic sounds. See, while the symbiotes are mighty aliens, almost like gods, if you will, they do have a weakness like most of us do. For example, Spider-Man was able to rid his symbiote by getting close to a church bell. Eventually, the symbiote couldn't take the pain that the bell brought to him and melted off his body. Though this wasn't the end for the symbiote. After this, it bonded with a man named Eddie Brock, who held a firm hatred for Spider-Man. So what do you get when you cross an angry man and an alien that is obsessed with the same guy? Well, that name is Venom. Thank god the name is cool at least, just like his abilities. He's insanely strong, ridiculously agile, and has a fast-paced healing factor. For example, he can power through bullets with no problem at all. Plus, as I mentioned before, how the symbiotes carry some of its previous host traits. This includes Spidey's. That means he can climb on walls and shoot webbing that Spidey himself will struggle to break free of. But technically, Venom is reproducing the webbing effects via one of his more useful powers, shapeshifting. This symbiote can act as a liquid, allowing it to, allowing it to increase Venom's size for intimidation, or better yet, mimic your everyday clothing for discretions. Also not to mention, Venom can morph into a wingsuit and glide through the air, and perch toxins from Eddie's body, straight up turn invisible, or simply sprout spikes for simple stabbing weapons. 
This comes to show how powerful symbiotes indeed are, and that if you were to have one, you'd be pretty much unstoppable. Unless somebody creates a loud metallic sound, then you'll be in a bit of trouble. Though I should mention that Venom has been able to build up some tolerance from the number of times he's been blasted by sonic disruptor blasts. The symbiote also requires a special diet called phenophilamy, which is found in certain fungi, chocolates, and brain matter, which the symbiote desperately hungers for. Best you find the chocolate, that way you won't have to stress over eating people and being traumatized. Save yourself some hassle. Symbiotes have a different way of creating more of their kind. See, they reproduce asexually. When Eddie became Venom once again, the symbiote oozed out its spawn and left it there. And this created another fearsome villain. Afterward, it immediately merged with a serial killer named Cletus Cassidy, but unlike Venom, it merged with a cut on his skin, creating this suit made out of blood color. Ugh, that does not sound sanitary. And together, they became Carnage. And he was a vicious force to be reckoned with. He possesses the same human strength, speed, and durability as Venom, and supposedly even greater, like a Venom 2.0. Carnage can create all sorts of weapons, such as axes, swords, and spikes. Carnage can even rip those weapons off and throw them at his enemies. With a single touch of his symbiote, he can infect a person, control them, or even torture them. He's also aware of everything around him, like he's wearing a suit made out of eyeballs or something. Also, he can fly, just like Venom, with the ability of shapeshifting. So let's round all those up real quick. He's able to fly, he's entirely aware of everything around him, and he's full of blood. He's like a giant demonic mosquito of death. Just like sardine cats. Snack time! <laughs> While some would agree symbiotes are dangerous and can lead anybody to become a threat to society, some have proven otherwise that they can be used for the greater good. To me, I believe it'll all come down to the person and how they react to the symbiote, behaves or make them act. You have to treat it like it's your friend and not your enemy all the time. Then again, if I came into contact with a symbiote, I don't know what I'd do, to be honest. Wait, what's... Oh, my head. What the... Mine.